hello and welcome to Underground Chicago Talk. I'm your host, Rudolph. Today, I'm in the Pet Hood Post Office because today's show is about Egypt and the U.S. postal system. Now, ancient Egyptians developed the postal service that dates back to 2000 BC. It's the oldest postal system in the world. The main mode of transportation was through the Nile River. The postal services were exclusive to the pharaohs who existed then. You're familiar with the pharaohs in the Bible. Well, these are the same guys. That's how far back this postal service in Egypt goes. Now, carriers would deliver messages in the mail uh, with the help of horses once they got off the uh, uh, boats in which the mail went down the Nile on uh, to the localities in which uh, it was going to be delivered. Now, this air also had the earliest documentation of what is now known as express mail and regular mail. Those terminologies came out of that period. Regular mail was delivered by a postman on a donkey or a mule to the residents that were just the regular citizens out there uh, in Egypt back in that time who was getting mail. Now think about it, 2,000 years ago. Now in any society, you have to have a means of communication and mail was the means of communication uh, back then as going forward until today. Uh, long before we had uh, cell phones and telegraphs and all of that, the mail service was basically the world's means of communication. Think about it. Oh, man. The U.S. Postal, uh, postal System was established by the Second Continental Congress with Benjamin Franklin. Remember him? As its first postmaster general. Yeah, old Ben. Uh, Benjamin Franklin, uh, he discovered a lot of things. Uh, made a lot of things. He was a smart man. Uh, he was uh, sworn in as the Postmaster General on July 26, 1775. That is a year before the United States was formed as a United States. America was just founded in uh, 1770, uh, July 1776. So the postal system ben, put the, ben Franklin put together existed before the U.S. was even formed. Franklin put in place the foundation for many aspects of today's mail system. In 1847, the first postage stamps were issued. The Pony Express began in 1860. 
Rule-free delivery uh, began in 1896. Now, that Pony Express thing, right around that time, a lot of blacks, uh, freed slaves, got jobs as Pony Express riders, and they took mail across the country out to California, and, you know, you sure gave him a job ducking and dodging Indians, but blacks didn't have too much of a problem with the uh, Indians themselves. I mean, from what I've read in history, you know, them going across the country delivering mail, they pretty much got there. They met their counterpart, picked up the mail, and went on, took it on in to San Francisco. San Francisco was the, the high-class uh, people during that time were living. Now, zip code sorting and delivery was inaugurated in, believe it or not, 1963. That's only 57 years ago. Red zip code uh, went into effect. That people, that the Postal Service here in America started sorting the bail out by zip code. You would think uh, that it, that existed all along, but it did not. Nope. The Ferris stamp was issued in uh, just 207. Uh, yeah, 20, 2007. You know, the Ferris stamp that you buy. I've got a few here now. Uh, the post office is an independent agency of the executive branch of the United States federal government the 19th century was a time of enormous change in the postal workforce in 1802 Congress banned African Americans from carrying U.S. mail oh in 1802 they banned it Congress banned the African Americans from carrying the mail to up until the late 1860s, that's when they gave the Pony Express gig back to them, you know, uh, those that were free. Because going forward, it was it was a job. When enfranchised blacks began receiving appointments as postmasters, general. Postmasters, uh, clerks, and city letter carriers. Yes, those became good jobs back in that time. You know, you just out of slavery and whatnot, you're looking for a decent gig. Many African Americans found steady jobs in urban post offices. Leading to the emergency emergence uh, of a black middle class here in America. It gave black people a foot up. Uh, it was a good gig and a regular gig. Get up every day, go to it, earn your money, go home, support your family. Hey, blacks were appointed in 1960s uh, as postmasters of the nation's three largest post office, 
And those three are, and to this day, Chicago, New York, and Los Angeles. Oh, in the post office, racial discrimination in the South steered many blacks away from clerk positions. In the post office and towards letter carrier positions. A position in which their services are welcomed by white Americans. You know, being a clerk is okay. But being, uh, being a carrier is okay, but a clerk, oh no, none of that. The experiences of black postal employees vary depending on uh, the, the location. Depending on where you at, your experience was going to be different. On January 17th, 1962, John F. Kennedy Yes, John, he was a wonderful president. Ex signed an executive order 10988 prohibiting separate labor organizations based on race in the post representation of postal workers. That was just in uh, 1962. And that went down. Now, Many postal employees fought hard for their right for fair and equal treatment in the post office. Believe it or not, there was a lot of racism in the post office and at that time here in America. Not only in the workplace, but in black communities at large. Becoming, and a lot of those, uh, uh, Postal workers who were fighting for uh, the rights, fair work uh, positions in the post office went on to become uh, civil rights leaders, working with uh, uh, groups like the NAACP and the National Alliances of Postal Employees uh, to make things better for black people across America, those jobs, because nationally, black people have those jobs, you know, and they did uh, get those jobs, and middle class uh, uh, was established across the country. Today, you know, we, um, President Trump just appointed uh, Postmaster General Louis DeJoy. Yes, Lewis been appointed, and uh, there's a whole lot of controversy going on in regards to his appointment, uh, because uh, Mr. DeJoy uh, was just appointed by the Board of Governors uh, May 6th of this year, 2020, despite concerns about conflicts of interest uh, announced that Lewis announced Lewis's appointment as Postmaster General and CEO 
And it's been controversy ever since he's been in there. DeJoy is the first postmaster in two decades without prior experience in the United States Postal Service. Now, historically, a postmaster general was chosen from within the a new president's campaign party membership. Yeah, he was a member of the party and during the early days of the post office, the postmaster general had the responsibility of managing the ruling party's support and enjoyed a very influential position within the party. Now, which brings, him, brings us up to the recent hearing that DeJoy had on the Hill. Uh, during the postal hearing, DeJoy was asked by one of the senators, uh, did he know the cost of a postage stamp? And he said, no. Uh, how many people were voted by mail the last election in 2018? He didn't know that. Uh, or who was the first postmaster general? Now, he didn't know that. Come on. A fifth grader knows that Benjamin Franklin was the first postmaster general, but he didn't know this. What kind of guy's running the post office? He doesn't know this basic, simple information. He didn't know that a stamp cost 65 cents. That's at the currency exchange, uh, 65. It can go as high as 80, really. Uh, And Ben Franklin was the first postmaster general. Come on, did joy, did joy, did joy. Come on, my man. You're the postmaster general. Take some pride in this. But seems that the president has a, a way of putting people in positions that they have no knowledge of, like Ben Carson, head of housing, and, and all the other positions that uh, he has placed people in and which they have no knowledge of. Now, this is a dangerous situation here to put him in charge of uh, the Postal Service at a time like this with the pandemic and he's taking out uh, sorting machines and all kinds of other things. And then we, we're supposed to believe that this is not uh, uh, a scheme to slow down or suppress voting here in America. We should be ashamed doing all of this when America for years have pointed the finger at other countries for running and suppressing uh, the vote and talk about every one vote, one man and all that. We ain't never had one vote, one man here in America. We, have, we always had the Electoral College. That's the illusion people in America have uh, suffered under, that one vote, one man and all that. No, and so Hillary Clinton got over three million more votes than Trump, but Trump won the election. So is that one vote, one man? No. Come on, please. That's that, but crap. The, you know, uh, here in Chicago, uh, Henry W. McGee was the first black postmaster uh, of the Chicago branch. 
and boy, did we celebrate that. The first career, and he was the first career postal employee to head a major U.S. post office. He served until March of uh, 1972. Yep. 1972. Yeah, we've had a lot of firsts here in Chicago. And uh, hopefully we'll keep on having them. But this postal thing has to be squared away. And we can see that uh, uh, the Egyptian system which is over 2,000 years old. Uh, and Franklin used a lot of those systems uh, that he researched, I'm sure, to set up the American system, which has been a very, a very efficient system when you think about it, that I can actually uh, send a letter from America to England, Germany, Africa, Anywhere in the world, and it will get there. A simple thing like a letter. Something so easy to get misplaced, but they don't. The post office, considering all the mail it handles, misplaced very little mail. So it's a great system throughout the world. And we should... Uh, really not be tearing it down but building it up that's why we're trying to get this money now here in America uh, to uh, enhance postal services not uh, diminish them but you know the post office really did provide a great uh, uplift for the black community throughout America and I, uh, I had a sister uh, uh, who was a career uh, postal uh, personnel. And here in Chicago, they used to have uh, uh, postal uh, get-togethers at certain clubs here. It was a very popular thing on Wednesday night or Thursday night and boy they would party hard and you know friends would come I mean it was just a, a given and today they still do it I'm sure I haven't been in a while to any but I'm sure it still goes on you know generational uh, and uh, still the post office is somewhat uh, as jaded in relations as it was back in the old days of the earlier days of the Postal Service they're very segregated uh, like the black postal workers get together and have their thing the white postal workers get together have their thing the Hispanics get together now some of the Hispanics and the blacks get together and then there's a group where uh, there's always that third group where it's the blacks Hispanics and whites get together and do what they do but Basically, uh, even though they're co-workers and everything else, like it's a reflection of our society, you know, so we have to all work hard at uh, uh, trying to make the world better and bringing out our better angels. Uh, 
That's the only way we're going to change the world, my friend, is we all work together like the postal system. If we do that, we'll keep on being able to send a letter from Chicago to the farthest part of the world through our postal services. So until next time, uh, mask up. We're still under a pandemic uh, here in Chicago uh, throughout America, really. Those numbers keep growing, so mask up, be safe, protect yourself, protect others. And uh, you have a letter to send. One thing you can be assured of, the post office is going to get it there. Rain, sleet, or snow, or a pandemic. They've added that one to it. You're still going to get your mail. So stay safe. Until next time. Take care.